Go on. Yes, sir. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Four times the genius, forerunner.com. And today we have a special guest. We have a radio legend, um, ICT. Hey. He's been working on the radio station since I was a little young kid, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, he In my teenage years, this is the voice that I've heard uh, after games at Taco Bell, everything like that. So, man. without further ado, I give it up for the man, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. What's up? It's good to be here. All right, how's everything going, sir? Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Well, well, let's get it started. First off, uh, Royce, where are you from? Born and raised right here in Wichita. Went oh, to North he's Wichita bred. I, I was a, I was a West Sider though. Oh. I grew up around Thirteenth and West. Okay. Went to North. Um, so yeah, man, it, this is my home. This, were, this is, were you this at North Hall when they were actually good at sports? No, I was there when it was a little <laughs> crazy. I, I was there like my my freshman year was kind of like the end of the 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 real crazy the good years. era. I mean, I was there. I'm gonna tell my age, ninety four to ninety seven. Oh okay. okay. Yeah, okay. so so okay. it was yeah it, it was it was a little wild back then. It was a little mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, yeah, y'all was on the decline at that time. I'm a I'm a heights. Oh, there there's a definite, definite twenty year drought. Like, you know what I mean? It, like, got, it got bad. Yeah. It got bad. You know, I'm a heights high alumni till the day I die. You know, but um, was radio your first love, or did you have passions? You know, before that. Anything like radio or TV, anything like that, like, I was a knucklehead in high school, dropped out, like, you know, didn't graduate. The two classes I got at AM were like TV production one and two. Like, that's the only thing. Like, that was the only thing I really liked. But interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was that kid when, when people were buying, like, car rims and everything like that. I was buying, like, stereo equipment. Mm. And turntables, and that, that's actually how I got into it. Is I bought turntables mm. um, and started DJing. Back what was in the, the DJ day. name? You know, I really didn't have one. I think I just went by DJ Royce. DJ <laughs> Royce. So it was always yeah. Rolls Royce. Yeah, I, I think okay. it was just like DJ okay. Royce. Or, yeah. Um, so yeah, that and that was around junior year. So it's like ninety five ish. Ooh, ninety five. Yeah. We're not gonna talk too much in your age. We're not gonna do you like that. Oh, I'm forty this year. So it's no trip. It's no trip. You young man. I've earned him. Hey, hey you do your thing. But uh, <laughs> where where the name Rolls Royce come from? Because I was talking to me and Fort Thomas was having a conversation, and I swear everybody <laughs> thought about the name Rolls Royce at some point in their life. Well, you hear it from a lot of different people. Like everybody would be like, "Man, you know, I named you Rolls Royce." It, well, it officially happened. I don't know if you guys remember. Are you guys from Wichita? Yeah, yeah. I'm that's born, right. You were born and raised. 1079 Jams. Yeah. That was the first station I was on. Oh, ooh. Because I I did, I started out there and ended up doing nights there. Okay. And um, the first day I was getting ready to go on air, the guy was like, man, what? Because I was just going by DJ Royce, you know, to fill in and everything. And the dude was like, man, coming up next, we got, we got Rolls Royce. And it stuck. Because I thought it was always a little cliche, you know? Yeah. So it just kind of stuck from there. But yeah, and that was like... November of 06 okay like well speaking of uh 107 um what what had happened is it true that 93.5 bought them out or no, was it, no, was no, it no. another place they just took them out or uh they got sold by a guy named Steckline um it, it was Steckline Communications Larry Steckline I think mm. he's big into like agriculture and stuff like that okay um 
So it got sold. It went off air December thirty first, two thousand and seven. Oh, you remember okay. the day too? Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like you know the, the very last song was Alicia Keys, like "You'll Never See Me Again." I believe that's the title. Oh man, I've been, that, was, yeah, that was the last. That was the last song. I I made it so that emotional. <laughs> that was the yeah. last song, and we were even doing a a, a New Year's Eve remote. Um, I think it was. It wasn't Clat Cat Eyes at the time. It was Club Lafay, Harry and. Oh man, rock, and then it turned into the groove after that. That was before I was even allowed um, in the club. <laughs> so yeah, so we were out there. And we're like, and and the whole thing was we couldn't say anything because because oh. it was kind of under wraps. So we were on air. We were like, it's our last day mm. here, but we couldn't say we got sold. We couldn't say the station was changing. We couldn't say no. anything. It was just like this is yeah. It. So I mean, and and I think um, I know I recorded my whole show and all of um, the T O Double Todd Reynolds his mm. show. Wow, um, but uh, like I got the tape of like the whole day. Like I just I have like eight tapes, one hour each side. Like the okay. ninety minute, like high high definition, you know, the whole day. like Magnavox tapes, and I just recorded like the whole day. And that uh, was a historic it, day, though. It, 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 it was it was it was one of the saddest saddest days. It was like you know we're at a remote, yeah. and it was like at midnight we're all just like. Yeah, we'll see you later. That was like 106 of <laughs> Park like coming to an end. Yeah. It was like one yeah. of those like historic moments. Like, I can't believe this is really happening. Yeah. And so I, it got changed to a classic country. That's yep. I just I remember one day everybody got in the car and it was country. And everybody's yeah. like, what the hell happened? <laughs> it was yeah. it, and it was like dead air for maybe like two days before they made the switch. That's crazy. Um and so like even the the whole thing was is um like just slowly but surely like cleaning it out and everything. So like our last day like it was just like an empty office, just like with just a board, like you know, and everything board in there. And then they came in and took everything out and moved it to their offices. So, yeah, man. I mean, I remember I took pictures and everything, and it, you know, sad. Day. Yeah. What was that first radio job for you? Well, my first first like radio experience was at KBTL for uh, Butler Community College. Okay. Because they had a student-run radio station, eighty-eight point one, the Grizz. Hey, um, <laughs> take it back. And so when I was there, about a year later, while I was still in the program, I got a call um, from Playmaker, who is Chris Stimson, who I knew through high school, African Male Leadership Academy. Hmm. Um, and he was like, "Hey, I don't know if there's if if you want to, but they're doing this show called Generation Rap. It's going to be high school students. It's going to be one hour." A week, eight to nine a.m. And you know, it's not really too much pay. You know, it's not really doing too much, but it's gonna get your foot in the door. I was like, "Bet, bet!" <laughs> like right there. Went, went and did it. So my first day was like January fourteenth, oh six, and by November I was doing nice. Okay. Um, so that so yeah, the the first one was KBTL for college radio, but like the first paid one was one hundred seven nine jams, and I was there okay. for two years, and then um, after they signed off, two weeks later. I got a call and interviewed, and I started at Power originally in midday. So I started there the Tuesday after Martin Luther King, 08, 2008. Man, you got your dates down. <laughs> down. You got the dates down. That's crazy. So was uh, was the transition kind of tough, or was it pretty easy going from you know 107 to Power? It was pretty easy. I mean, it just wasn't as hype, especially going from nights to middays. Because at the time, the music was kind of yeah. kind of the same. I mean, because those are the yeah. days of... Lil Wayne, Lollipop, mm -hmm. like, 
S- T-Pain. Yeah, some of the yeah. high T-Pain, you yeah, know. 2008 was um, a great year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Kanye West, like, Good Life. Yeah, was, he was yeah, still yeah, had, you had some of the singles on, coming. Yeah, on and everything. Yeah. And so, um, uh, the Flow Rider, low, low. I mean, yeah. that's when that first started popping off. So it was still kind of urban. It, it, yeah. it, it had a lot more urban sensibilities okay. back then because that's kind of what the top 40 music was. Yeah, yeah, back then. yeah. And then things kind of started making a transition and it added a little bit more pop. and Probably about 2010, 2011, yeah. you started seeing all the DJs coming out and... And it, you know the internet started popping up like that. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother angle to it. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the city, to me, you're viewed as the brother at ninety point ninety three point five. You're like you know you're one of us. We relate to you so well. Just the voice and just your personality. Like it just seems like you represent the black community so well. Um, how did you make sure that your personality stood out? amongst others at a radio station well I mean because <laughs> I haven't really done anything different okay um, you know I, I have to be honest I mean we all do things maybe more in the eye or more out of the eye mm. okay not just for the black not just for the community but also for the black community so yeah. I can't say I'm the only one at the station doing things for the black. Oh, I'm sure. You know, you sure know what I mean? Because Greg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg does a lot. You know, we all do a lot. Um, but for me, like I'm, I'm kind of a hip hop. Like I came up in hip hop. Like that's, you know, like I remember watching Rap City in '87. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's kind of so. Like I've always been the hip hop. Dude, yeah. that's always been the music I fell yeah. in love with. That yeah. got me wanting to start DJing. Like well, yeah. when I started wanting to do radio. Um, I have family down in Houston, mm. and there's a station, 97.9 The Box, like one of the premier hip-hop stations in the country, Word. right? And they had a, a live mix show. It was 1996. Now, let's, let's, let's roll back. Okay, okay. Back in the day, they only used to have promo singles, right? Yeah. So it would be on TV, or you had to listen to it on the radio, or a DJ would get the promo single and you could hear it in a club yeah. for about three months before you could buy it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, Outcast, Elevators. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that on Rap City, and I'm like, this shit goes hard. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, I, I love this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, it's the second album, you know, everybody's excited for it. They're doing this whole different angle. Yeah, that's the transition time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Went from Southern Playalistic to AT Aliens, you know. And so I'm in Houston. I got an aunt down there rolling down the highway, me and my mom. We're listening to 97.9 The Box with the Mad Hatter, who's now the morning show. He's been there like 20, 25 years. Dope. And they had a, a live mix show in the afternoon drive time. And they're playing elevators by outcast and i'm like playing elevators and they're and they're you don't hear anything like that here yeah right you you never up until really up until 107.9 you know they had a couple but there wasn't there wasn't a true hip-hop urban like that no no no, um and we miss it still right we miss it (laughs) (laughs) and i was like I've, i've got to do that i got to have a live mix show on the radio, I've got to do that. that. And I was able to do that one oh seven night jams. Um, so I'm really kind of proud about that. But like that was That's one of those where I, where too. I was you like, I see ha- some. yeah, where I have to, I have to at least. You know, so, and that's kind of when I bought the turntables and, mm-hmm. and really started mixing. 
DJ um, Royce came to life. Yeah, I mean, but that that was one of those, and they had to they had to think because it was also Friday. They had a thing called Freestyle Friday where you could call in Ooh. and do live freestyles on the radio, and you could battle it out against people. And every Friday, you could, it was like 106 in Park. Yeah, right? that's hard. Yeah, and, and it was all but on live. the radio. Yeah. Okay, that's and, dope. And, that's and dope. when I say live, not pre-tape, because they mm-hmm. had to beat going. They're like, please, they're they're like, hey, ninety-seven, ninety bucks. Hey, we got this. Remember, if you cuss, you know, because it's pre two thousand one, pre Janet yeah. Jackson. So you could kind of get away with that a little yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 was, it was the kind of stuff you could never do. You could <laughs> Justin never Timberlake just messed up everybody. And even back in 107.9, like 10 years ago, there's stuff I did then that mm-hmm. I could never do now. Mm-hmm. So the laws or so the rules are just so thick now. It's 50% the rules are thick. It's 50% the companies don't want any liabilities okay. or, or to get yeah. sued. Yeah, okay. Mm. Case in point, here's a great story. 1079, I think, called the Hater Hotline. You could call up and call, <laughs> and, and the bed was, why no pot that trunk? Where the hate is at? Where the hate is at? And so I was seeing, and I got an idea from a guy in St. Louis that had, uh, it was called Shorty the Prince. He would say, it's time to do the voicemail. It's time to do the voicemail. And people would call up and leave voicemails show you how old it was. Right. Wow! Call a right. voicemail. And, 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 <laughs> right, right. That's After the beep, beep. Right. No, man, no it was exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, but it was high, you That's know, because people bro. were calling it, and so I had a thing, and so they'd be playing that, and I'd be like. Four three six one zero seven nine. If you want to get on the hater hotline, hey. and then I would play the calls. People call up hate like, and so one time, somebody called up like, "Man, I want to hate on this cop." Like Chris Johnson, <laughs> man, he he pulled me over and I aired it. The next day they were like, "Yo, the chief of police had a complaint because I could." So the, back then you could be like, "Just don't do it again," you know. Mm-hmm. Now that'd probably be like they shut the whole thing down, or, or it would be my job because I gave yeah. the first and last name of a cop on air mm-hmm. who pulled somebody over. Mm, and, so yeah, so and, that could start a frenzy. Yeah, that, that, that pulls somebody that over, and whether it's true or not, like you mm, know what I mean, it's kind of yeah. like that. That's that's um, I believe what they call libel, <laughs> like because we have to do training on all that now. And Word, it's a bunch of shit. Though. Are there a lot of politics <laughs> in the radio? I mean, which which part of radio? I mean, they're, 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 I mean there's the po- there's politics. In radio, but there's different politics in every part of radio. Because I'm just curious because there, there's there's politics on the business side. Like there's certain like there's certain things we won't talk about mm. because of who we are and kind of the city we're in. Mm. There's certain people, companies, industries we won't talk about because it might be advertising dollars. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's about making true. money. That's true. Yeah. Um, and there's politics with, you know, record companies and politics with promotions and politics with business people, politics with the city of Wichita when we're trying to do things. There's, yeah. there's, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's all politics. Yeah, I feel you. Politics and everything. Okay. Um, what is the atmosphere like in 923 Cause I mean, you know, we we, we hear you guys. You know, you guys have your own time slots and yeah. stuff like that. Like, is it like a family? You know, yeah. Space? I mean, it's it's funny. It's it's kind of one of those things where we probably don't because we are so busy. Don't have a chance to get together and party as much as we should. Cause I mean, 
let's say the morning show, like Carla, she, Greg and Carla, they come in real early. Mm-hmm. And by the time I get there about 8.39, you know, they might, Carla might be there like two more hours and then bounce and then go do something. So I'll be like, hey, what's up? How's it doing? Have everything going, you know, that sort of thing. And then I go in the prod room and then I'm kind of doing my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, a, but right. we all kind of integrate, talk yeah. to each other. You know, it's, it's, it's all family. It's a workplace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's uh what's the leg what's the legendary Craig the Hitman like? Well it's Greg. Greg. My bad, Greg. <laughs> he's cool. You know what I mean? Like? Cause he's he's been on the radio forever. Yeah, yeah. I remember he's that been, voice forever, yeah. He's been around since He's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean I I pray to even have half the career he has. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Well, um, whatever happened with uh the crash in the hitman? In the morning show, did he you know that that was before I was even there? The who? There was a day before, at the very like years, years, years ago. Um, Hitman had a co-host, and his name was Crash. And mm. psh, I, it was an amazing radio show. It was a good show. <laughs> and, 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 and also remember those those were kind of like the old rules, the stuff you could get away with back then too. And you know, I didn't. I never thought of it that way. That there are there are a lot of things now on the radio that. Not gonna fly like yeah. it did before, and yeah. and even like post post Janet Jackson, it was more about what you say. Janet Jackson, damn! But, but, <laughs> but once I started getting into the to the mid two thousands, it was like very liability. Like for instance, like like a a, a classic radio thing is um, April Fools. Call up, we'll, we'll you can have a chance to win a pair of breasts, and you get a pair of, and a, you get a breast of chicken. <laughs> Right? Oh man, a breast. <laughs> chicken breast. Now That's you hilarious. can you could never do that you because never do that. I can guarantee you somebody has sued. Yeah. And I can guarantee you somebody won money because it wasn't stipulated in in writing what they're winning. You, like, say, you know I'll what I mean? Some breasts. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean it's it's you oh, you would man. be surprised <laughs> the things that people can sue over and litigate over and stuff that we can't do and ways it. that we have to do things. And things we yeah. have to disclose. Oh, I believe it. I mean, it's it's a trip. It's a trip. So, uh, so yeah, it was definitely a different show. But yeah, man, I even think that might have been before I got written. That might have been like '05 when he left. <sighs> Memories. Yeah. Memories. Um, why did you guys change the name from uh, ninety point nine to ninety point five? Long story short, there was a um, so. Or do you want the long story? <laughs> you can, I mean, okay. you can tell it how so you said, want it. So I'll give you the long story. Um, like, you'll probably notice if you go to another um, market, there might be another 93.5 station. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's just, you can broadcast on a certain frequency within a certain uh, radius. okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why, and there's a great website, www.radio.locator.com, and you can pull up. So, like, our station is like, 19,000 watts, I think. And it mainly covers Wichita, because that's really what we yeah, did, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a station that wanted to upgrade their si- signal that was in, like, Kingman or something like that, mm. and they were on 93.9. Mm. And so in order for them to upgrade, yeah. we had to change ours because it would bleed into... Makes sense. Like, you would turn on 93.9 and you'd be hearing Christian music, or yeah. in Kingman, uh, you'd be hearing... Little Wayne on the Christian station. Yeah, they be those are the worst combinations. And so, 
we were like, okay, um, if you want us to change to 93.5, and they got to send it to them. Now, this is not like a, a week or a month thing. This has been going on for a couple of years, like back and forth, back and forth. And we basically were like, well, you know, if you pay for everything, we'll change it. Okay. And, and we're talking like, you know, million. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're talking right everything, everything down to the, um, you know, business cards. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Facts. facts. And um, they were syndicated like a Way FM mm-hmm. that were nationally. And they're like, you know, cool. Cut the check. And we're like, shit. So we had to change our frequency. It was we we I, I, we learned a lot. I'd never been a part of that. I pray I never have to again. Man, it was, it was hell. It I was. Mean, it was hell. I mean, not, and so just not on that, but imagine everything has to change. Word. Everything. Facebook, like you said, all the Twitter. way down to the like, business yeah, card. Oh, you you have to call Facebook. You have to call Twitter. So that also means you have to get verification on all that. I mean, it goes to the yeah. you have to change emails everything had to be changed Facts. and then also I'm the guy who switches the, who does the audio the imaging so at midnight I'm the that. person there switching all the audio like I switched as much as I can like after the morning show was done but just to make sure I'm the guy who's there at midnight dubbing in everything like right, to, your ass to, off. to make sure it comes and goes it's, it's, it's peaks and valleys there's times where we don't have too much going on there's times where there's a lot of shit going on yeah. but that that's that's, part yeah, of that's why we're in it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> we're in it to do it. Royce, who do you uh, who do you listen to? What type you know? What type of music do you vibe out to? You know, when you riding around or something like that. Uh, I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of hip hop, a lot of hip hop, a lot of Drake. Drake's my man. Like yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Drake fan. Light skin brothers, we I'm, <laughs> I'm a Drake uh. fan. Um, I like a lot of underground hip hop too. And when I say underground hip hop stuff that I kind of grew up with. Um, cause here's the irony right before I got into radio I never listened to radio so I was listening a lot of stuff <laughs> like um, let me see like a, like a lot of rhyme sayers a lot of um, stuff out of the bay um, uh, uh, Planet Asia like uh, oh, who, who, who are the uh, like Freestyle Fellowship Oh, you going mm. for real underground? Mm. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was, I was like, uh, uh, you know, the Grouch, um, like all, all those, like I was underground, like yeah, that, right. yeah, and, underground. And, and like b-boying, breakdancing. You, you like, hear a beat instantly, they'd be like, "Oh, check this out, and it's some mainstream." You'd be like, "I don't want to hear that shit." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was like that. Like I had to re kind of like I remember when I started at one oh seven nine. They're like, "Man, that new D four L, you remember when so and so?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." D four L. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I didn't know. Because that's what, yeah. you know, they're literally, Laffy Taffy's like one of the top records on in the urban radio format. And they're yeah. like, you don't know it? And I'm like, no. who no. is it? No. Like, they, you know what I mean? You play that, doom, doom, doom. Royce is like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, did, I didn't go out to clubs. Everybody's showing his movie. Everybody, shit, Royce is like, yeah, yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. There was a good four or five year period where I never really went out to clubs because it was like, yeah. It wasn't, uh, yeah. Because no, like, the music was right, just not there for you. Yeah, because us, that was kind of like, you know, we were kind of hip hop. Like, we, we were like, you know, graffiti, b boy, yeah. DJ, and MC, and that's kind of who I yeah. was around. Yeah. So, you know, you that ever jump into the b boy game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 like I said, I mean, and I can, um, I, I, I mean, I mean, we had a crew, and this was just recent. I kind of stopped around 07. I hurt my shoulder, 07. 
Um, but I mean, we used to travel Chicago. Yeah. Y'all was doing this recently then. Yeah, you like, said like in the last, seven. like Dang, ten years ago. Yeah, kind of started. Ten years. And there's still, that's still a lot of that's dope. b-boy pattern. You know, a lot of a lot of the kids. You know, um, coming up. But yeah, man. I mean, we we used to really be into it. Like, been out to LA twice for for a thing called freestyle session. Damn. Austin, Houston. I mean, we used to we used to get it in. Like, and, and I'm not talking like practice. We used to train. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, so like, it was like serious. You got yeah. served like. <laughs> like you, like honestly, like a lot of the people that were at the events and you got mm-hmm. served, or, or or were in the movie were at the events. Yeah, but yeah. like that was almost kind of cornball to us because we were like, Dude. you know what I mean? Because like, it was an imitation like of what right. y'all were actually doing. Yeah. Right. That, that's right. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I hear the name Little Saint, and I'm like, exactly. I'll never get yeah. that shit. <laughs> like, like, and, and once again, like we didn't know, like B2K. Okay, who? Okay, is this this is a group? Like you know what I mean? Or y'all step out if you yeah, want to, I'll yeah. crush your ass. Like, like cause we had just kind of heard of them, but it's like you know, it's like what, you know, whatever. But yeah, man, like we we were deep in the boogie boy. So when I first started DJing, like that's what I like we were b-boying and um and DJing, and so like we would have little events and you know like um DJ like all the old brick beats and yeah yeah all that shit, man. Yeah yeah yeah. Who do you listen to locally? Honestly, I listen to a little bit of everybody, mainly because being online, um, wherever you get put on. Yeah, and and I try to like even on Facebook if I see something, mm-hmm. like I try yeah. to at least listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I listen to a little bit of everybody. Dope, um, dope. There, there's some, there's some, just some of the crews that that come to mind. Um, there's a crew called Rosie Black Rose. There's a group of kids Heard that that. that pre- Production and some of the people they work with, um, uh, and, and of course, like the all the buckhead stuff. I try to make sure yeah. I keep on top of that. Of course, XV, Plainview Kit. He's 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 interesting to me. Like that. That's one of them people I've I've always been like very kind of the like, second episode where your name has come up, buddy. Yeah. Pull up on this. I, I mean, he's he, I mean, I mean, Plainview's our guy. Low key, <laughs> yeah. 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 Low key. he's a good guy. Yeah, he, yeah. it's it, he's he's definitely very interesting in the stuff he's doing. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, y'all I'm, like Plainview. I'm, I'm liking. And we've had some lunch a couple times. Good dude, good dude. Um, XV seems like he's kind of hard to get a hold of. He's that behind. He's the XV's undergrad. XV does nothing by chance. Everything is plotted. He's mm-hmm. he's he's, he's very well calculated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well very calculated. well calculated. But yeah, man, I, I try to listen to everybody, and we have a thing called Saturday Night Showcase. So I may listen to something there, and then um, listen to a little more Big Sam. Yeah. Um, have you had a chance? To, after uh, more. Have you had a chance to listen to uh, YBM Smooth's new YBM uh, Smooth? This Wichita Savage yeah. University. I've listened to it once all the way through. Just just check it out. I haven't had time to really spend time with it. He did his thing on that. Um, good album. It it sounded great from the from the time I listened to it mm, on yeah. the just all the way through when he when he dropped it. Yeah. Um but yeah, all them like the YBN Smooth all the YBM guys. Like yeah. I, I mean you know, because I remember YBN mm-hmm. Smooth nice from the, the fucked up days. I'm trying to get like yeah. you, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 and and then and then we can go back a little bit, like even you know, some of the people who I came up with, like people like DJ Hard, mm. Flatland Brigade, Flatland, Supreme Unaltered. Mm. These are names I, I don't know. Rose Swats. Royce is such an underground god. He's underground for real. <laughs> uh, the Noise, sitting on them Twinkies. Like these are 94, 95. 
Flatland Brigade, there was a guy named DJ Kool-Aid. So uh, here's another great story. So when I was wanting to get into DJing, I kind of knew what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. Best Buy just opened. Got a belt-driven <laughs> kind of belt driven turntable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the kind yeah. that you had to pull backwards and then go like that for it to turn. Well, yeah. those oh, are the man. worst fucking ones you got. Because you I need direct drive yeah. to, to have the weight. You know, you want the motor. But I didn't know that. So... <laughs> You know, I got my turntables, and they used right. to have parties. Back then, it was so different. This is in 95. You could rent out hotel ballrooms back yeah. then and have hip-hop yeah. parties. That was before they were like, no. They started and, canceling all right. that. <laughs> and back then, there was a guy named DJ Kool-Aid. Uh, Kool-Aid and a guy named Rob Wonder, um, who went by Boy Wonder back then. But Rob Wonder has the 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 shirt printing thing. You'll probably see him on Facebook. Okay. Um, they were kind of the only game in town because you needed vinyl back then. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. you had to order it. Because Music and More had some. Mm-hmm. That was when Justice Fashions was on 13th Street. And they had some. But if you really wanted to get the, the up-and-coming things, you yeah. had to order it. So you could yeah. order it from Music Factory or Fat Beats or Beat Street Records in Brooklyn. Word. Right? So that's where I got... Like, a lot of my records have, like, Music Factory. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Uh, DJ Kool-Aid was DJing and it was at the I'll never forget this Clarion Hotel 1995 and they would stop and play Planet Rock and let people break dance but then also it was a different vibe because you know we're all jamming and then they they would play like Raekwon ice cream and like the (laughs) chicks were dancing whatever all the dudes I mean it was just totally it's lit (laughs) yeah I mean mean, it was a totally different vibe um and so afterwards I was talking I went up to DJ Kool-Aid and he had like dreads at the time and they were all like Muslim camo hoodies up, you know. Whoa. <laughs> like and I'm like, excuse me, um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I, I want to learn how to DJ, and you know, I've been wanting to do it. And he's like, well, you know, I usually don't, you know, because he had probably heard a lot, learn, and he goes, you know, and, and I don't let people learn on my turntables. And mm-hmm. I go, well, I got my own turntables, and he went, come by Saturday, hey, and ooh. that's how I started, and that was at 1521 North Bell. Dope. Remember it Dope. all like that, but that was how that was how much memory. it meant Amazing to me. Memory. You know what I mean? And that, and that's where they all hung out. Yeah. So like DJ Three, mm-hmm. he was part of the flat. Like and that's when he was shout out to DJ Three. That's when he we was, do need to link up with you. MC Three, like Three, somebody you need to have on it. Like he he has some great history stories, and even now. Um, but yeah, man, there are a lot of people. So like Bloody Hands, yeah, like I. Like I'll somebody will say, "Hey man, you know bloody hands." I'm like Sean because I go before the Muslim. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like people call him so Bilal. Like all those dudes when they were just like 20, 21, 22, and I was fifteen. That's you why know? we. That's why you're the legend, man. So yeah, you, man. They, you know, they, they've got some great stories. That's crazy. So um, you're not only a radio personality, you are also an amazing photographer. Yeah, man. So um, when did you decide to pick up the camera? When did that all happen? Well, that kind of happened with kind of the same thing. Like, like that's the only thing I was really good at. <laughs> um, <laughs> like in high school, um, you know, whether it be on the yearbook staff and all that. Um, that was something that was really important to me growing up. Like my mom, like photo albums, taking pictures. Like you may not have a lot of money. But damn it, you can take a picture and, and have fucking memories. Forever. Like, like, you know right. what I mean? Everybody, everybody's right. family member had those books of photo albums right. just stacked right. four or five of them. And, and, and straight up, like, if there was a fire in my house right now. We're going to save the pictures. 
like everything else can go. Yeah. Everything else can go. Like those pictures. <laughs> so like many that. memories. Yeah. And, you know, I'd always look through them and my mom had some, you know, photo books and everything from photographers. So I was always into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the classes I had in like junior high and high school, they let us do it. And then I kind of got back into it again. I had like peaks and valleys because a butler, you had to take photography as part of the mass comp. And it was still okay. dark room. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and oh, so dark I, room. Yeah, I loved all that. So <laughs> that's what I use. I don't. Maybe one out of a hundred of those pictures that I post are digital. It's all. Oh film. wow! 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 And so I still got the. You know, I do the chemicals at home. Yeah. Scan them and all that. Oh man! So, but it cle- it clears the mind, man. It's like because yeah. it's kind of like a meditative process because you can't can't be worried about anything going on. You have to be focused. You gotta know you. Settings that like that's what you're focused. On. You're free. Yeah, I did yeah. That. it's like yeah, you, 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 you are literally moment. in the moment. How do you find all those crazy locations? Like you find some very good photos. Is it just kind of like by chance, or do you ever just go out and say, "Oh, I saw this early, earlier, and I want to go take a look." A little bit of both, and and you, you, like you'll start seeing things. Like you'll just be like you'll see something that is just like what, like what is that? You know, that's <laughs> like, kind of like, dope. You, you, you know what I mean? Or uh, yeah. Um, or I'll see something like a sign. It's just kind of like, you know, or just like with people, you'll see, you'll like Riverfest, you'll be walking, I'll be walking, and then you'll just see something just totally absurd. Yeah. And then, you know, and half the time is, is getting it, and you just walk by and pop, and you keep on walking. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Facts. But a lot of them, like, you'll just find little places. Um, yeah. Are you the are you the camera guy? My uh, my brother Four Tones. He takes his camera practically everywhere he goes. Are you are you one of those? Most that, of the time, most of the time I am. Most of the time, um, I always have like this is one of the few times I don't have one on me. Like even at work, I carry like a little like thirty five millimeter point and shoot camera. This half the size of that phone that yeah. you would never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most most of the time I have it on me. Okay. And I've been trying to do. I wish I would have had it more on me and taking more pictures, like coming up, going to the shows. Mm-hmm. So that's something I started doing. Yeah. Like whenever I do go out, the few times I do go out, it's just kind of documenting the scene and, and yeah. what's going on. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, dope. That's what's up. Real quick, let me ask you this. All right, so when it comes to music and recording, you can tell the difference in analog and digital, right? So is it the same way with film? I think it's easier with film. Like you can tell the difference between analog and digital, but I mean, if you were to, if you were to give me two versions of a song, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, one is totally analog, one is totally digital, I probably wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. Like you know, especially after if it's played on the radio, by the time it gets compressed through the station programming, mm-hmm. the tower, like compressor, yeah. you'll never be able to tell. Yeah. Real. But with pictures, there's just like a like a density. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, there's just something... You just see it. It's just... It's, just it's like little, the difference between yeah. the 67 Chevy versus a, a, a 2018 yeah, Chevy. Yeah, yeah. There, there, and, and sometimes it's there's great emulations and everything, mm-hmm. but that's when I started really kind of getting back into film because I had a digital camera and was um, taking pictures a little more. And I, like, had all the Visco filters, and I'd be like, oh, man, I like the film emulations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fuck it. I might as well just... Stick with film. <laughs> Stick with film, you know what I mean? Yeah, film I, I, emulations or right. film. So, um, I, I and it's a lot cheaper than you really think. Mm-hmm. And how I do it is even down to the, uh, like I hand roll it, so I get it in rolls of 100 feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I got the cartridges, and I 
Well, uh, cut it. Clip. <laughs> Do it again. So it ends up being about a dollar fifty per roll. That's mm-hmm. a passion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Because if not, it'd be five dollars per roll. Last year I shot 200, 200 rolls. So. Oh man, I you, you saved the army. You, you know oh, what I mean? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you're literally saving yeah. thousands. Yeah. And then with the with the chemicals, like the chemicals, you can get about forty rolls. You can stretch it a little bit. Twenty five to thirty rolls at a time. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, no, fuck that. Actually, probably about sixty with the full okay. bottle of the Bellafer. Yeah. And the bottle of developer cost twenty dollars. Okay. So that's sixty, so, you know. Yeah. And, and with the fixer, that's about another fifteen bucks. So developing two hundred rolls may cost less than a hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's three hundred, three hundred fifty dollars, film and develop. Yeah. Come on, man, you can't be that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. You can't be that. Or is it? Uh... Working on the dark room now. I'm gonna start making prints here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you already got somebody over here that's passionate about working on the prints here. Pretty yeah, man, like I'm just passionate about creation, man. Like, you know, like I just love the process of creation, whether it be music, film, yeah. movies, anything, man. Cooking, just creation all together, man. It's beautiful. And it's really all about failure because, like, you see the good ones, but yeah, that might be one per roll. That might be yeah, one out facts. of 36. Facts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've facts. shot 200 or I shot 200 rolls, but. This one just happened to be in the perfect <laughs> yeah, moment. This is the one that made it, right? I feel and, that. And like I've I've got like you know maybe a roll of film. Like I went to the parade in Delano, okay. like and so and I'll sit there and use a whole roll just on one thing, and then when I got it, I know it, and then I'll move on. But you know you don't see the thirty-five of you know this 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 this, 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 this you know and then you see the right one yeah. and you're like okay you don't see the ones that didn't make you don't see the fuck ups or the oops right or yeah, the, yeah. Oh, my, oh my it was <laughs> kind of it was get out the way man, man. It, exactly yes yeah, exactly damn I left the lens on <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be my first day I ain't kidding smile oh, like a, or if you forgot nothing. the things like you'll see <laughs> one one frame is like totally whited out because I left the the damn, you know, aperture yeah. open too much. Yeah. Like, Shit. That, <laughs> that was all my first right. day, man. So, yeah, yeah. Word. Okay, so um, kind of going a little bit off uh, off the uh, photography for a second. Um, we were talking about local artists, um, you know, YBM Smooth, Big Sam, Odd Drix, Heavy, all these different artists. What do you think it would take to get more local artists on the radio? That's a tough question. <laughs> that's, 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 a tough, that's a tough question. It's it's hard. It's hard. Um, ultimately, the reality is, and this is kind of this is gonna be one of them answers that's gonna have more questions, and I gotta answer it long. The average radio station, what she used last week, the average radio station averages three open spots per week, right? Okay. So after we do the rotations, after every you know, every see what's dropping, the average week is three songs. Mm. Last week, Drake and the weekend came out with new music. Right. One, two. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gone. Gone. One of y'all getting played twice, but other than that. Right. Gone. Okay. So now we have one spot open. Now we haven't listened to the Two records that RCA sent, the two records that Interscope sent, the two records that Columbia sent, the two records that Glasnow sent, the two records that Def Jam spent, the two records that Island spent sent. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot more that you have to go through. 
with people who are verified that that e- even if they even if they suck, even if they're not selling, they have this behind them. And they didn't get signed because they didn't have anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It makes it makes sense. So 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 we got that reality going on. So yeah. so it is it's it's tough because at the end of the day, we want people to keep listening. We want people to listen to what's familiar. Facts. Right. Yeah. Um, and in this day and age, it's almost even harder because radio is not breaking anything. And I'll even go as far as this. Radio, and people might disagree with me on this one, and DJs really aren't breaking music anymore. Do you think that they have the potential to break them again? Because I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I believe now social media does they, it. They have the potential, but the game is so competitive. If I see an artist who has 20 million views, mm-hmm. I'm not taking that risk. Because... At the end of the day, it's about listenership. We don't want people to turn that dial because the research shows when people don't hear stuff familiar, they click, click. Yeah. And when when they turn that dial, that affects our pocketbook. Okay. You know what I mean? So even if it's three minutes, because also the average listener listens less than 15 minutes at a time. Mm. That's why we love when people say, man, why you play the same 10 songs in a row? That means you're listening for a long time. That's the right. truth. You listen to all ten of those songs, mm. right? That that's music to ours, and that also tells us you know our brand. If our yeah. positioning statement is in your head like that, we've done our job. <laughs> at the end of the day, like you know what I mean. That that would be that's like that would be that's like me fact. going into McDonald's and saying, "Why the hell are you loving it all the time?" Yeah. <laughs> you listen. Y'all are some <laughs> like, like you, you eat here all the time. Yeah, you, you know the many. So we got that reality going. On. Okay. And ultimately what it is, is it's, it's never been more competitive now because we aren't looking to, you know, if there is a slot open, which might happen at the most twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. Especially around like the holidays when the record labels go down for two weeks and then we're like, okay, we, we know this isn't working, this is dropping. So we might have one slot where it's like, what do we do? And then like, that's how Big Sam got on. Mm-hmm. But... If we can see, because then also you got to realize all the metrics that we get, sales, downloads, streams, national charts, mm-hmm. everything, yeah, radio plays. So we can also see something that's bubbling up that maybe might be regional or something like that, that, that we can be like, okay, this is, this is bubbling up. So um, we're, we are looking to social media probably more than anybody is mm. to see what's coming up next and what's hot to see uh, trying to find right. that next week because nobody listens to stuff they don't like Shazam yeah. we can check out Shazam numbers um, true in, in Wichita true like fuck Nashville like we don't care what New York City's playing yeah, yeah. Like, Wichita so a prime example of that a great example is Young MA okay like okay it's getting played in New York but then all of a sudden it starts streaming like hell in Wichita it's moving up the charts. It's making noise all over the country. We need to play it. We need, we 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 have and we have nothing to lose if we do, Word. because people know it. People are reacting to it. Yeah. Excuse me for a second. Oh yeah, people are reacting to it, and it's it's a uh, it's it's a hedged bet. Yeah. That that we can that we can be like, 
Boom. Word. Yeah. Okay. 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 And we do call out research. Yeah. Because um, I noticed that you guys, I don't know how long ago this was, you guys started, uh, I believe it might be Friday or Saturday, you play a local artist. Saturday Night Showcase. And that was kind of the help. The, yeah. Kind of the help, you know, just to kind of, you know, give some love to the local talent. Because, yeah. hey, don't get me wrong. I know it's frustrating as hell. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, what's up, man? Supposed to write your phone. Um, I know it's frustrating as hell. Right. But, you know... It's, it, it's because business. you got because honestly you guys are trying are you guys are trying with that because like you said when you broke down what songs you get you know from every location you guys are pushing it just like that once a week it's kind of like you you guys are making sure that that one yeah. slot at least is given to and I think one of the biggest pro- I think this is kind of a of a, in my opinion a hip hop problem or a rap problem, or an urban music problem, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> so many titles. Right. That's that's a whole nother, whole nother discussion. Is there is more, um, there's more product than demand. Mm. So we've done a Saturday Night Showcase for three, four years maybe. I think I've maybe repeat, had to repeat somebody Yeah. A dozen times. Damn. Yeah. You know, and never more than two weeks in a row. So out of a year, fifty-two weeks, fifty of those are different people. Yeah. That's a lot. Fifty. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people getting put on. And and those are the ones that get on yeah. on there. So I'm guessing there's at least another minimum 50 more who are making music who haven't sent something, who don't know about it, who are like, fuck the radio. They, you know what I mean? So th- there's, the, there's more product than demand. You go to shows and you see people. Because at the end of the day, do you guys make music? Yeah. Do you make music? Uh, but you know what? You so, do a podcast. So <laughs> in a enough. sense, you're part of the scene. Yeah. You're, you're, you, you are one of the contributors to the scene. Mm. You go to Rock Island to a show. 80% of the people there make music, make beats, part of the scene, mm-hmm. videographers, photographers, radio people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're performing for them, them. the performers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know that's, what I mean? That's, that's, that's not a... That's not, a, uh, uh, that's not a, benefiting me. An environment that's going to be, benefit anybody. No, that's not benefiting me. So that's, that's another kind of layer that, that I kind of think is a... So are we still talking about why local artists aren't on the radio yeah. as much? Okay. Well, actually, I kind of get up. Well, that's that's not one of the reasons, but the main three reasons are is that it's competitive as hell. And the reality is, is you're competing not against other little local artists. You're competing against Drake. You're competing yeah, against you're, the heavyweights. You're, you're, you're competing against, against Drake. Yeah. What do you mean to say Ken, no other Ken, names? Kendrick Drake. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if we have four spots open and a Kendrick Lamar... Single drops, goddamn! We're playing Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. sends this uh, new track off of Black Panther, and right. we, we talked about playing this local artist. Well, who you think you know is gonna get played? That new yeah. Kendrick right. has just dropped. Um, so let me ask you this real quick. All right, so let's say Atlantic sends you something from their newest artist. You don't like it. You don't like it at all. Nobody at the station likes it. Do y'all play it? Yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's, <laughs> so there's they're like there, there's songs on it. Zed, the middle. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But All you know right. what? You that song is one of the number one Shazamming songs in the market, and it has it's selling like hell. Yeah. And I'm talking sales, not streams. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So people want to buy that. And, and let's get to the reality too. It's Zed, the middle, and it's selling. That means we're not buying it. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers in Andover and Goddard are buying it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, reality is they're the ones who fill out the books. Right. So yeah. guess what? We got to take a bite that. of the shit sandwich, and we got to we got to play, play some Zed. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, you know, hey, you know. Yeah. So if I got to sit for three minutes and listen to it, hey, it is what it is. Put yeah, some music for I'm, it. I mean, there, there's always songs that that we have to play, and and there might be a song that I love and Grace like, I don't know, and then there might be a song that Greg loves, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And you know what? 50% of the time, it tanks. And 50% of the time, it might be a number one record. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's you just, ever been in a situation where it's like, yo, we need to play this song. We need to play this song. Everybody's like, Royce, no, no. Nobody's playing that song. And then, like, a few weeks later, it's the number one song or something. Um, th- there's been a couple ones where I'm like, dude, th- this is going to be big. And then it may be... Yeah. Probably the last one where I was like, dude, this is a good song. It's, it's going to be was Miguel Skywalker. Okay. And you okay. knew it was, it was, okay. this was going on. I mean, I just liked it, and I'm like, dude, if, if this, if everything works out right, this could be number one. It it took a while, because it, 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 took, it took a while to to get some growing on the radio charts. Yeah. Um. Now, on the flip side, Ray Schrummer, after, uh, what what was the one where they did the mannequin challenge? What song was that? Oh. What song was that? With Black, Beatles. Yeah. Black, Black Beatles. Black Beatles. So the second single was... Um, Swing. I'm like, yeah, dude, th- yeah. this is the next one. Yeah. This is going to be a smash. Like it didn't do swing. shit. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. I was okay. like, and yeah. I still like it. And I kept telling him, like, Look Alive was another one. Like, because that came out before Black Beatles. I was like, dude, this is a good single. Look Alive. <laughs> like, it didn't do anything. Because I even told him, I told the rep of Interscope, you need to re release it after Black Beatles did so big, but they never did. They didn't listen. <laughs> Re-release. Yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to the guy with you know with all the back history with you know us. Because I mean? no. they're already like been there, done that. We're moving on. Like, Word. yeah, you know, Word. Gucci Gang, fucking hate it. I was gonna ask you about that show too. You, you know what I mean? But how, gang, how can Gucci you deny? You know, Gucci how can you not dance to that song? And, and, that and, 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 and hey, that's one of the realities too. Because also here's here's a great thing that a lot of people don't know. Well, radio, it's all about the hook, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we test our records on. So, like, love Jay-Z. Love Kanye West. When Otis came out, we're like, this is dead in the water. That's not the one. That's not the one. Because it was a freestyle. It's it's nothing but... There was no hook. Yeah. And it didn't do anything. Um, Gucci Gang is nothing but a hook. Nothing but. So, you know... Mm. It works. It works. That's that's what you're going to remember. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, um, Royce, what is next for you? Personally, you know what? What are you working on that is taking up a little bit of time? What's the What's the future looking like? Twenty eighteen. You know what? I, 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 hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm always working on something. I mean, I I don't really. I kind of worry about the future, but I don't worry about the future. You know what I mean? Word. It's It's just one of the things where it's like it's all about the here and now. Um, Or like hey, we just gonna live every day. That's how we gonna do it. Cause then also, I mean, hell, I might walk into the radio Monday and they're, they're like, "You're gone," and we'll be outside protesting. Tuesday, you know what I mean? But it's like 
bring up right. the podcast. Man. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's like that's that's and it's and it's not that cutthroat anymore. But I've also seen in this business, I've seen and heard stories of like while you're like you're in there, and they have to be like this. You'll be there interviewing for a job yeah. while the person who you'll be taking is on air. You're listening to them on the air. They will say, "Hey, this is my this is my cousin, you know, from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's just here visiting. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you." And they don't know that. That's the one coming. You just interviewed for their job. Damn, that's radio. Well, bro, that's radio. If come Monday, because <laughs> you just said on the radio, I'm out. I'll holler at y'all on Monday. So if come Monday, if they let so you I'll go, be there on Monday. <laughs> it might be Tuesday. Uh, hey, yeah. if they let you go, you got, a, you got a spot on point proven. You can be okay. the, you can be the okay. third host. So, but um. We're not gonna take too much of your time. Uh, oh, I, I mean, appreci- hey, it's, it's I no appreciate rush, you no coming rush. through. Um, we skimmed through all the questions that I had for you. Um, is there anything else that you might want to uh, promote? You know, promote yourself to have people take a look at your photos. Uh, where they, can they find you? Anything like that? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, um, Roy Stevenson, um, RoyStevenson.com. That's where I have a lot of the photos. On the Instagram, it's Double R the Superstar. Um, which one of my old? So you was about to be an R&B singer. Double R the superstar. Oh, yeah. Double R the superstar. <laughs> so, about to take R. Kelly's phone. I, I don't know if you guys remember. There was a show called One uh, on One Hundred Seven Nine called The Trap. It was on Friday nights. The mm. Trap. Yeah. Okay. And it was uh, it was you know three dope boys in the trap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow. it was it was uh, it actually started before me, but then when I came, I was on it. And it was like a it was almost kind of a precursor podcast it was long three to four minute segments at night that was played from y'all remember that I remember either 10 to midnight or or like 9 to midnight yeah and I mean we would go like we would and it was all pre-recorded because I mean we would have like crown of coke like we'd be drinking like you know what I mean and uh and we would play some of the local talent that's when we would put some of the local people in like the association dream team yeah um we would play some of that and um, Star and Buckwild, do you guys know who Star is off Complex now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his old radio show, uh, like he was, he was a radio legend. He was yeah. gangster. Like you think Charlemagne's great? No, Star was Star. Star, Star is the original. Star was next level. Yeah, Star had people yeah. lining up at the radio station ready to fight him. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> and so their intros, he he would be like, "Hey, what's up? It's Star, aka so and so, aka," and they would go around and they would be like, "It's so and so, aka." <laughs> So don't that sound familiar? So that's Go back why and listen I like to Todd. I feel like Jody. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I like Todd. Todd was Todd Reynolds, aka T O Double, aka so and so. Playmaker was like play, aka Play Mayweather, aka something. Yo. So mine was Rolls Royce, aka um, the number one choice. That's where that started. Aka ah. Double R the superstar, aka Hector Hector with the pocket protector. <laughs> That's that's what so those were my AKs. So yeah, that's that's one of those. Y'all had y'all DJ raps on point, man. Yeah, man, like one one seven, man. That that was a that special that was special time, and plus it was independently owned, Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. You got to learn everything. Like, if the transmitter went down, I'd roll up there, dial in the transmitter, and then go back home. Like, you know what I mean? That's how crazy. RIP to one oh seven, man. It's good. Maybe we'll have another one again, but I doubt it. Nah. I doubt it. Nah. I doubt it. Y'all, y'all got the reins, and y'all not letting up. Well, it's, <laughs> it's it's tough. I mean, ultimately, one of the things with, with Wichita is, like, the demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of the things, not to get too deep into it, but, you know, when you're, say, you're an urban station, 
sometimes saying urban is the worst thing to say. Yeah, it's like you limit yourself on that. They 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 instant they instantly like, oh, that's the black radio station. Yeah, I heard that you get your budget cut a certain you like a certain way for uh for the urban stations as opposed to the pop or classic stations. So here's a great cause at one point 1079 and Power damn near had the same playlist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they can say, oh, we're a top 40 rhythmic station because technically that's what we are, top 40 rhythmic. What does that mean? We're an urban oh, station yeah. for white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the that. urban station for I white people. I like that people. because, I mean, truth be told, it's and, true. And, but yeah. that you can yeah. sell that. Yeah. Because yeah. when you say urban, I mean, and, and these are just the realities. White people look away. They, right. they instantly draw back. And so do advertisers. And unfortunately, even some of the big advertisers in this city didn't advertise. They think Hitman finna pull up like Suge Knight. See, but that's confusing in a sense, though, because... That's a lot of the politics, too. Hitman's pulling up like Suge Knight. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's what they think. uh, If they said, yo, this is Power 93.5, your number one urban station in Wichita, they instantly gonna think that Hitman has some dreads, he probably big as (laughs) Suge Knight, and he's pulling up with the nine or whatever for the uh, meeting. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, it's, it's... I've been at remotes, like, out in... You know, some of the suburbs and, you know, parents will be like, oh, oh, yeah, you're the, you're the hip hop station. We're like, technically, no. You know what I mean? But y'all you know. are the hip hop station in Wichita, man. And I love it. But but what's sad is, especially now, whatever you define hip hop as, like some of the stuff that I hear on there, I wouldn't define it as hip hop. Mm-hmm. I define it as. All right, I don't. Don't so think I can really say how I define it. Fifty percent of the stuff we play is it even even hip hop? Like Kendrick, J. Cole, hell, half the stuff Drake puts out, I wouldn't technically categorize. If you're singing, see, I'm a hip hop dude. If if you're if you're God's plan, see, like I feel like it's a lot of it's a lot of pop th- th- that's with rap like in the, the, yeah. You're right in the middle, it's, right? Yeah. Right. But like, um, you know, how, how can you say, you know, one dance is a hip hop song? No nope. fuck. Like you know what I mean? It's like that's not like you know. It's like what? Sure no. Turn on this Kendrick no. DNA real quick. Right. <laughs> and I love Drake, but that's not a hip hop song. Mm-hmm. So, and I think sometimes it is also I don't want to say guilt by association, because you got to remember ten years ago, even maybe more than that, what was selling yeah. like the the Nellies, the Little Waynes, like that was the the top selling music. Because yeah. if you notice when Afrojack. <laughs> <laughs> like Damn. DJ whatever you know yeah, palsy yeah. you know started popping we played that yeah like cause at the end of the day we're top 40 mm-hmm. like the top 40 songs getting played yes. that ain't country that ain't rock we getting that's that's what we're getting hell we played Taylor Swift yep. ba- Bad Blood at one time you yep. know what I mean yeah y'all played that you know what I mean with Kendrick on it with the but, Kendrick version <laughs> but still it's Taylor Swift like it was too big you for know us what? not to play you it had not. a version of uh, Big Sean's uh, Bounce Back I couldn't stand that song but you played the dopest version of that song oh and today you know uh, which one I'm talking about cause it's like it's like some yeah. additional drums in it I can't yeah. think of what song the sample is from but yeah, it's it, the it, best it, version yeah. ever man and like we'll do that like if it's like an Adele song I forgot which one like Rolling in the Deep or one of those oh no nah, she had the it was uh, a rhythmic mix yeah. that had more of a more of a backbeat more of the BPM yeah. with the beat to it exactly. yeah man Royce kills it man Royce so that's it. that's the sort of stuff that we have to do um, in order for it to be palatable <laughs> so so we can play it because some of the records are too big not to play. 
So going back to the to the advertising thing, like it is one of those things where, well, one hundred seven nine. I mean, like you you would go places and they'd just be like, oh, the hip hop station, you know, mm-hmm. which hip hop in this town, for better or for worse, means black. Yep. Like, was, you know what I mean? I like, gonna, I like, I'll say, say I was some of the say stuff the other that, word, but we're gonna leave it right. black. You know what I mean? <laughs> and unfortunately, black has negative connotations. Of course, of course. You know, whether that be good, bad, or indifferent. True. So, True. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know don't, don't, that, that's one of the politics, too, that we have to deal with, even with our shows, you know, at, at Interest Bank. Here's a great story for you. I will tell you, and I can't name the, the news channel, but I will tell you how, um, well, for lack of a better word, some of the racism is with even having a station like us, considering how we're the hip-hop station, yeah. which means we're the station for the black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did our very first powerhouse jam, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. <clears throat> we were kind of, you know, we were like uncharted territory, no hip-hop shows. This was the first hip-hop first, uh, first one. for interest. Yeah. First one. So we're like, we can't have any problems. One of the proudest moments in my life was, as it was ending, looking around, watching people leave, no fights, no. no problems, no issues. Y'all know that had to feel good. The My next morning, was on their best behavior. The next morning, I get up. I'm watching. I was about to say that. I was about to say I'm watching. <laughs> was about to say who it was too, yeah. But I'm watching one of the local morning news shows, and they're like, "The very first hip hop show was last night." Um, even though it looked like a bad crowd, I'm like, "What?" It looked like a L- bad like a little crowd. crowd. AKA there was a bunch of niggas that got <laughs> no, together. No, no, no but and they were talking about like the, the size. Like it looked like it wasn't a sellout, but there weren't any problems. And so I'm like, what? So I call Greg. Greg calls our GM. The GM calls their GM. Mm-hmm. You know, because oh, yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? That's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've never done it to anybody else. Yeah. Right. When they that Monday comes around. Every Monday they do a a, a, a news um, conference with the police department. Right? Okay. And so they're asking questions, <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching it because we also have a guy from KNSS, our news station, go down there. And he's like, "Man, listen to this." And so one of the reporters is like, "So there was a hip hop concert at the Interest Bank Arena." And they're like, "Yep, everything went great. There were no problems." And they were like, "No." None. No problems, no <laughs> fights. And the dude, like the captain's like, no. So are you telling me 2,000 black they people asked, got they together? Asked three or four times. Like <laughs> the first hip hop said there was no problems. And I'm like, what? Now, That's let's crazy. keep it real. As some of them country boy ones, they they fight left and fucking yeah. right. Yeah. Let's keep it real. Like that. And, and that stuff we can't say on there. We can't be that. like. Here's some of the fuckery that we're dealing with. Facts. We we have to kind of swallow that bitter pill, but kind of play the politics on the side. That's fucked up. You know, why was <laughs> there twice as many cops at our show and, mm. and not one of theirs? Packed. Give yeah, it that shit you can't talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean, I man? It. I dig it. All right, um, is 93.5 bringing back the uh, show? Yeah, because I've never so. had to experience that. So. Hope so. These artists, man, they want to do the fucking much. They, they want way too much. Way too Let much. you do it for the artists in the city, then, man. They ain't gonna do nothing. I'm telling. <laughs> listen, I, 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 I just had a conversation with somebody about this Friday, Thursday, two mm-hmm. days ago. Um, 
that that that's that's tough. That's tough. It's tough. That's tough. Okay. Wichita doesn't support, bro. Do, do you think even if you got like the top five acts, do you think they could draw five thousand people? No. Draw because that would be the minimum to break I'm even. Because I'm gonna tell you exactly why. On Thursday, me and my wife was at the Kevin Hart show. Mm, yeah, yeah. We go into the Kevin Hart Which show. How many? How how packed was that? Check this. So they have a they have a hundred they have a section that's uh, section one hundred or whatever yeah. one hundred what whatever and then it's a two hundred it's right. a, up the, it's the a higher level. up yeah so they moved everybody I'm down keep, I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you me and the wife we had the two hundred some section right. seats we get there they're probably half price exactly they tell us well actually he didn't sell out. So we closed down the whole 200 it's section. Blacked out, it? It's blacked out. They got uh, curtains and everything over it. You giving up the gym. That's why I said I probably shouldn't say this, but whatever. He said he was coming back for every tour, so I'm gonna say this shit. So, but the reality is, so if if you notice, we gave away tickets, and then a week before the the we started giving them away again because they weren't. We already knew they weren't selling because the advertisers was like, yo. We got to buy more radio spots. You started seeing more TV spots. We're, we're doing wasn't more supporting. giveaways. And so I know for a fact, if Kevin Hart can't sell out the Interest Bank Arena, then I'm I'm sorry. I don't see. So do you think he could have if within literally, what was it, a year or a year and a half, he would have sold out 5,000. Century 2, four, five, two nights. Two, two shows for two nights. That's right. Yep. So it's probably about, what, five, 6,000 people? Mm-hmm. So imagine if even half of those... Were at the interest that would have sold out, yeah, or, or at least would have filled up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew something was up because an hour or so before the show, I get on Facebook and I start seeing people selling their tickets, <laughs> and I'm like, they better not do Kevin like this. It's just they, they the city doesn't, sh- bro. The city doesn't show love. Another example: me and my brother here. Shout out to Boss Smoke. Me and my Boss brother Smoke always here, man. For all, always. always for the interviews. <laughs> we went to the Big Creek concert. I, I was know there. you heard about that. I, I was there. Y'all showed I, I, was, no, I was, was there. Crit will never come back to Wichita. I and I don't blame him one bit. I will have to waste. I'll have to spend the there two was, hours to go see him somewhere else. There was maybe 200 people in that place. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. You, you're being nice saying 200. 200? There was maybe 50. Maybe 50? Come on. And don't now, try to and, play and now remember, like we also did a promotion people. where we were giving away tickets for that. I think we gave away 30. So thirty of those people in there were for free. That's not counting the comps. Um, yeah, they, they lost some. That that's that's one of those. Like everybody wants a hip hop show. It's so but nobody gonna bro, pull up but, to the hip hop show. But no, it's gonna, messed up though because Crit came and then literally a week. But you know what? If there was later, an after party, it would oh, be it'd packed be for fifty dollars. Yep, it'd be just, just to sit in the club. Like that's that's the difference. Now for our shows, and I can almost bet this for Kevin Hart, Lil Wayne. It was the demographics of the fucking city. Sixty percent of the people in there were Caucasian. Believe it. For the Wayne show. For the yeah. Wayne show. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So Wayne what time frame over. was this? What time frame? This was, was this? what? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. All right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, people are like, "Well, little Wayne, you know, he's kind of falling off." I'm like, "This dude can do two hours of nothing but hits." Hits. And you know What's what? What's the motto? Hits. <laughs> nothing but hits. Next year, Wiz Khalifa. Had the number, had just broke the record for views on YouTube. We'll see yep. you again, a billion. Mm. And had Kevin Gates on the show. Kevin Gates and Yo Gotti. And Yo Gotti. Uh, was it uh, Trey Songs or Ty Dolla for that Tra- one? Trey Songs, what? Trey Songs and Ty Dolla were Lil Wayne. 
Gotcha. And Fetty Wap was on there because that was right when he popped off. Yep, Trap Queen. Okay. Yeah. It was, so, so that Wichita, was right Wichita was, was on right it for these shows. They were, Y'all had it on lockdown. Yeah, they had the right selection. They yeah. had the right selection. And, and that's one of those where it's kind of like, you know, they need to come out a little more because that's, that's another piece of the puzzle. Um, you know, pe- people kind of forget about some of the big ones, like when Plies came to Hartman. Or when T.I. was, the, the very first show I was kind of with Power Whip was when T.I. was at um, uh, the Kansas Coliseum. So that's when we did that. Damn. I remember um, I was in the fifth grade and the big show at the time, it was 50 Cent, Buster Rhymes, Tyrese. Yeah, oh, those days were I show. forgot. Those but, days they were, but they were at the Kansas Coliseum. And when I tell you that was probably, like, that was crazy. Like man, and and to show you the difference, but you thought I had some shows. When I was at one oh seven nine, right, over ten, so about eleven years ago, and I understand he's nowhere close, mm-hmm. but DJ Unk had the number one single in the country. Now walk, walk it out, out. Walk, walk it out. out. Yeah, getting ready to follow with Two Step that was coming up to be another number one. You guys didn't you guys hear the remix? Uh, were the first ones they had the remix? Yeah, yeah. Woo! We we brought them for a club show. It's five thousand dollars, right? That's not bad. Little Pump, Gucci Gang, twenty five thousand wants no less than fifty grand. Damn, damn. So you have somebody with one single who's not number one. Who outside of that, you know, I know he has other things, but if he were to go on stage to the average person, the average person would know five minutes of his show. Gucci Gang, Gucci, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Because he's going to be, he's going to play Gucci Gang back like two times. And he wants ten times more than somebody who had a number one single with a second single on the way with an album that just dropped that was top ten on That's crazy. That's yeah, ten that's, years difference. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's, crazy. and that's Lil Pump. Imagine how much Migos. Migos. I was yeah. just finna Imagine action. how much Post Malone. I was just gonna ask you what would it be to get a Drake. Uh, what would it be like to get Drake here? Uh, Drake don't do radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> so like, are you just you saying that? Or y'all would have to personally no, bring no, Drake. No, no, I'm serious. Drake, Kendrick, like a lot of these people, they don't do radio shows. Cause also, I get it, but as an artist, would you rather make a hundred grand from a radio show, or would you rather book your own tour? You make all the ticket sales, and you get to sell your merch out there, and you. Here's another piece of public that people don't understand. A lot of these major artists are making deals with Live Nation. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And they'll say, hey, we got you a, a, a 20 date tour, you know, the production and everything. So, really, all you're paying is for the venue at that point. Yeah. And you get to keep, you know, half of the ticket sales and you can sell your own merch. That makes sense. Which they're selling in the millions. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah, That's where that nice. money coming in. So, okay. each show. We'll, we'll just do some quick numbers here. Like, let's say... We'll, hey, we'll, break it down. We'll, 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 we'll do some quick numbers, okay? Let's say Interest Bank Arena holds 13,000 people. Actually, fuck that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it regular. We'll keep it on the deck of system. 10,000 people, 10, with, with, people. <laughs> right? with, with, the, with the stage and everything. So yeah. that's how much the stage can fit up. So we'll divide that by two... That's how much, let's say if Drake came, he was coming. Minimum minimum tickets would probably be $50. Wait, 5000 You're talking about two hundred and fifty grand. That's off half that you get pocket. Yeah. That's minimum. God. 
And that shit like That's not that's selling like a t-shirt. T-shirts are 50 fucking dollars. Why would I do a radio show for 75 grand or 100 grand? Money, that's money. that's the reality. Cuz if you notice, outside of LA, Atlanta, Chicago, major major markets, mm-hmm. you don't see any radio shows. Mm-hmm. You know. And also it benefits them to do it like let's say they do, you know, the 979 the beat um car show in Dallas like oh man we got Migos yeah. like it's Dallas like you got 50,000 people at a car show on the state fairgrounds 50 uh, a, thousand. a thousand was gonna come show up off tops and those are sponsored by Pepsi Pepsi's paid Pepsi paid them not us yeah so what's win win man like That's, you know what I mean like, these, like these, these these are the realities and it's hard because it's because it's Wichita now here's here's another piece of the of the show puzzle Bookers, like Live Nation and the promotion people, also look at ticket sales from past concerts. Mm-hmm. So if you have nothing to judge it on, you're not going to take that risk. But let's say they look at the Little Wayne show. They'll be like, do-do-do-do-do, Little Wayne show, do 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 Why would I bring so-and-so if yep. he only got this? Yeah. And that was a that was a full show. That would have multiple right. performers. Yep. Right. Why, why would I take the risk? Yeah. Okay, okay. Did you did you guys see a decrease in the first uh, show of interest and then the second? It was the same. It was the same. It was the same. Um, but yeah, so so it's tough. So I'm like literally like when a, like we would be on air saying like we need you like we need like like it's no joke like if you want this to happen again. You you should buy a ticket. You gotta show up. You gotta buy a ticket. You ain't gotta be on the floor for 125. No. You know, just enjoy the show from 39.95. Like you know what I mean. And that's the crazy thing. I was talking. uh, I was talking to a homie of mine. We went to the Kevin uh, Kevin Hart show on Thursday. Just looking at how it was set up, the floor seats. I would have been pissed if I had floor seats because well, and that's another thing because they moved all the cheaper seats down. So I I would have been like, yo. He he got as good of a seat as I did, but yeah, he paid thirty dollars less. And I had to pay hundred. Paid the forty, yeah. and I I just got a hundred something right. dollar seat. No, yeah. no, no. Cool. I better get a t shirt or something. But it's crazy because his stage was in the middle, yeah. right? It's smack dab in the middle. So you had some on this side, some on that side. Well, I don't know if you've seen what the arena's built like, but they it's have like oval. the foot. Yeah, it's an yeah. oval because they play the football games there. Mm-hmm. So if you're at the back of that oval. You're not seeing shit because you're <laughs> on the same level as everybody else. And then Kev is like, you know what I'm saying, maybe three feet off the ground. And you're just sitting there like, you know, having to look around and shit like that. As in me, I'm in this section where I'm looking down and I'm literally right here. It seems like I'm face to face with his uh, with his uh, screen. Yeah. Is I had the better angle. Yes. And even though he maybe half sold it out, like he still came out with some money. Like, you know what I mean? Because the way the tickets are, he still maybe made 50 grand to 100 grand. You know what I mean? Because it's his tour. And it's, it's, but see, it's the comedy. way they the way they set it up, they were smooth with it. So you had everybody bunched in. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, once you so close that little section, that it looked packed as hell. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looked packed. And with the lights on stage, yep. he probably doesn't know. So when it come out on Netflix, man, it's about to. So be what good. he did was <laughs> all the lights, all the lights are out. And he tells everybody, now you can take out your phone after yeah. you've just had your phone in your pocket for two hours. So you know you're fiending to take your phone out of your pocket. Everybody put your lights up and we're going to make a video. You see that video? It looks packed. packed. You would swear up and down it was a a good... 50, that's 50,000 people in there. Copy and paste, man. Look, I can have Oh, it looked amazing. Here. It looked what it's amazing. like that at, some of the, at some of the shows at the Cotillion, like some of them angles, you'd be like, man, it's packed. 
well, shit, you you could you could have made the big Chris show look pat from eighty degrees, yep. Yep. like you know what I mean? Yep. I mean, and 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 we can go back. I mean, there, there was a lot of shows there. Um, that Ray Murder uh, show was packed. But not the first one. See, people forget that they had came a year before. Mm-hmm. And it, there was only 300 people there. And then Black Beatles, Black Beatles that came Popped out, they off, were on the wave. And, and they sold out. Yep. Now, I, t- I tell you the one that really, where I was like, okay, the game is changing, was when J. Cole came. It sold out in two weeks. It was number Asians and white dudes there. Dude, I was pissed. I J Cole. That sounds like Cole's old I had to, go, I had to go, go to Oklahoma City to see J Cole because yeah. it sold out that fast here. That, that that's when I'm like, these are the people who will buy tickets who don't wait. Like don't don't wait until four days before because nope. that's that's when it's like. Mm, yeah. Because nope. I'm telling you now, if you brought J Cole again, sold out. If you brought Kendrick, sold out. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So a lot of those people like. Um, like Kendrick and Drake's like they, shit they barely not do doing radio Hot 97 shit. Summer Jam anymore mm. no you and if they do that's a guest appearance right if anything yeah they, they, they're just they're just there for GP and, and then do y'all it y'all making too much money well, $75,000 is not worth my time well you know what's fucking things up too 75 ain't worth the hour of my time man god damn you know what's not only the tour but what's fucking things up too is the Coachella's when you can pay mm. like Coachella's probably paying Beyonce a million yeah okay, okay. how can you compete with that nope like you can't. Nope. Like how much you think they paid Kendrick last year? Kendrick showed how much this did they pay Lil Hank? Yeah, Vince 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 yeah. Uh, he showed up with SZA and Vince Staples. Yeah. That's crazy. Like how how much? You, no, it's such a big you know, but and then that's why you see Bonnaroo governors, but like they just they go from one to one to one to one to one to one. Boom 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 boom. Like how much? I you know. Post Malone doing that, what is it, something day off in Kansas City, the yeah, big one up yeah, there? Yeah, You know, uh, I can I'll, guarantee you he's not doing that for anything less than two two fifty. You can't you can't compete with that. Yeah, nah, you can't. And then for the for the artist, because because ego's a motherfucker. Let's keep yeah. it real. The artist is like, I got two fifty for this show. That's my standing room price. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. If we were to bring Post Malone at two fifty, tickets would be minimum eighty. Nosebleeds. I wonder would Post Malone sell out. You wonder if he would sell out? Nah, nah. I don't think so. It's crazy. It's crazy how much like everything that happens behind the scenes is for. You, you, you'd be surprised though. You'd be surprised because I mean he's he's not. You know what? Post probably would sell out. He's he's not. Selling platinum records from us, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, like and that's one of the realities of it too. That's like true. we can't have anything too trap come. Our our people ain't buying tickets. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Black folks ain't buying shit. Hey, like, if I got a Becky sitting there, man, I'll buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only thing. I just need no, a babysitter, man. I just need a babysitter. Word. I'm so yeah. Up. And, and and that's just with the that's just with the shows that there's so much and that's you know if they got the dates and everything so it's kind of um, a lot of times it's, it's it's getting harder and it's lightning in the bottle like if everything lines up and you can get three or four acts for a good price, it's on. Don't see it happening anytime soon. But you never know. Hell, we might do it before the end of the year. Who knows? Hopefully, man. Man, hopefully, because you guys you you guys have been. But then it's also about six months of planning. Like, so we usually do them in the summer. I mean, we're planning them in December. Yeah. And you guys haven't been planning one yet? 
I thought we was gonna get him to say something. I thought we was gonna get a name. Like we're, we're always planning, but you would be surprised how many times like the, the plan like we're always planning, but ninety nine percent of the time the plans don't come through. Like there's just something that just like you know because it, it starts off like, hey, are they available? Yeah. Like and with the festivals, like the summertime mm-hmm. and with the concerts, like May to September, don't ask for shit. Mm-hmm. Cause it, cause they ain't gonna do it. No, cause they got all these, uh, like you said, all right. the festivals. And, and then they like usually that. do Europe after that, so really it's about May through early October. Has there been any artists that you can name that the radio station thought they had in the bag that it was gonna happen, but it just didn't? It didn't work out. Oh shit, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you the one that that we know about. Cause he he, um, the the flight got messed up, and that's when um, I forgot when it was, what show it was, but when Webby was supposed to come at the Kansas Coliseum, and there was something with his flight, so he didn't make it. Mm. And I think they got Naughty by Nature instead, mm. J- just as just as a filler. That wasn't um, gonna that wasn't gonna work. Naughty by nature. Just, 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 just something. Just that's a whole different. Uh, just to fill the forty-five <laughs> minutes. You know what I mean? Because we have four hours. We got to fill, and it's like, you know, let's you just gotta make it do what it do. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, that that was probably the one that because he didn't make it. That, that I'm kind of glad because now you got Webby walking through Wichita and shit with K State gear on. Him and Boosie. That was messed up. Like, man, that was, that was messed, messed up. up. How y'all gonna show up to Wichita, Kansas, and K State game? That was messed up. Y'all in y'all city, man. But, um, Royce, bro, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you for coming. Um, so much knowledge, so much that we've learned as far as behind the scenes, yeah, man, what happens. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. Uh, we only hit like a portion of the story. We're gonna have to come to your house. No, <laughs> <laughs> anytime I come up to the city, we can record up there. Woo! Oh, don't tell us that. But, uh, Royce, like I said, man, we appreciate you. Just continue doing what you're doing. Continue representing us. You know, as far I know you, I know you. There's a lot of you uh, up there at the radio station that's are of color doing your thing. But you guys just continue to do your thing. Oh, continue thanks. to represent us. Continue to work your ass off because, man, without 93.5, I don't know what Wichita would be. Because <laughs> that is, like you said, the only hip hop we really get as far mm-hmm. as here in Wichita. So that. Anything you want to ask uh, four times? Um, just is there any gems that you can give to any um, any young individual trying to get into the radio game right now? I, I'll 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 do I'll do a twofold. Okay. I'll do first. I'll do radio. Um, because I also get a lot of questions from artists like, "What do I got to yeah, do?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for radio, um, if I were you, start young. You're not going to make a whole lot of money beginning. Mm-hmm. Work. You're going to get fucked over. Yeah. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, like, you're going to be making minimum wage starting off. Like, it's, it's going to be, like, kind of doing the grunt work. But it's like, you, you, it's, it's one of those things where you have to pay your dues. Yeah. You have to pay your dues. Like, nobody's going to come in and just let you, you know, Right. Act like you own the place. Yeah. Um, it, there's been times where I've questioned myself, 
there's been times where I'm like, is this the right thing to do? Should I be doing this? Every time I've come back to it. Um, don't just have passion, but have a purpose behind what you're doing. Mm. But you got to love it because there will yeah. be those nights, um, you know, where you're running the board for a club remote on Christmas night after you've left your family. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like that sort of thing. You, there's nights where New Year's Eve, you're counting down three, two, one, and you're in the studio. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my first year of radio, I didn't go to any shows. I was the person on the board. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you think you're going to come in? Oh, man, I'm going to own the city? They didn't hear my voice at all the first year. Nobody knew I worked there. Like, you're going to pay your dues. So if you want to get into radio, learn some editing software. Because you're going to have to learn multiple things. There's not too many people just doing a radio show. What do you yeah. Like, those days are over. Um, and, and, and have fun. And if you want it, it's out there. Um, and there's tons of opportunity. Um, for the artists, it's about branding. It's about telling a story. It's going to take time. Yeah. yeah. Room wasn't built in a day. Um, you, you, can, you can be... Work on longevity. You got to ask yourself, would you rather be a Trinidad James with one single for one year or, uh, you know, an artist that uh, build a career? Facts. Um, and unfortunately, in, in, in these days and times, you know, you kind of want the quick way. You yeah. want to, you know. You want it right now. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to don't want to build and get, you know, get there, build your your audience build that yeah. up instead they want the one hit right now and I'll figure yeah. the rest out yeah. when in actuality you get that hit yeah. Yeah. it's not it's really no oh I'll figure it out later because right. look yeah. at all the artists that you know doesn't work out that way yeah. and right. this is from a radio guy you don't need radio to be to to you be don't successful need radio to you, pop. You, you, you don't um, radio is looking at SoundCloud numbers well, well it's like that's what we're looking at yeah. you know what I mean so it's like you know, f focus on the brand. Tell your story. Out of everybody in here, like, who's your favorite artist? Who's one of your favorite artists? Jay Z. Jay Z. Where is he from? New York. What was his record label? Uh, Rockefeller. How many people passed on him before? People. Thousands. <laughs> right now, I've asked yeah, three questions. Everybody. You know, deep stories. You know, stories from twenty years ago. Yeah. Who's your Who's one of your favorite artists? Or I'll tell you. Fuck that. Drake. Where is he from? Toronto. Where's his dad? from uh tennessee <laughs> like like you know, know what i mean <laughs> you know yeah. their story you've yeah. invested in their story yeah. don't worry about like social media is important but a like is the least amount and effort a fan will do for you yeah shout yeah. out to dennis graham aubrey's father you know what i mean <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> shout out shout out to aubrey graham and, and, Gra and graham central Reed. station <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the beige brothers right. out there but you know what i mean it's like people be like yeah man i got fifty thousand likes like what is the like 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 you you, you yeah. know what i mean like at the end of the day drake has 20 million followers so to million records that's one out of 20 of his fans won't spend money on them. yeah a like is the least amount of effort a fan will do, yeah, or can do. Oh, there, there's, you, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> but there, there's know. nothing, you know. But when you spend some money, mm. that means they're invested in you. But they, they, nobody spends money unless they're invested in the brand, in the yeah. story. Facts. 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 You know what I mean? yeah. Facts. XV has had no major radio airplay. None. Not even awesome. Yeah, right. Got, had had problems with his record label. Right now, he could tour. He can make fifty to hundred grand a year easily because mm -hmm. people know his brand. Mm -hmm. They've invested in his stories. 
They know the squarean thing. You walk around, they see him, and they're doing this thing. Like, you know what I mean? Trinidad James, what? Nigga, nigga, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? But that's in eight. Yo, he, did you know he was in Pitch Perfect? The new Pitch Perfect? I did oh, really? see that. Bruh, I, I turned the shit off as soon as I saw Trinidad. I said, oh, this is going to be a that trash That made me want to watch it, though. That made me want to watch it because I'm not watching no Pitch Perfect. But since Trinidad is in it, I just might You watch went it. from the one hit to being in Pitch Perfect 3. Hold Whoa. on. Hey, Trinidad, the one there, my head's on. Yeah, one yeah. hit. But yeah. he's had an impactful career, man. Shout out Trinidad, right. man. We need you for a tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> what? Trinidad. I don't. I don't want to train it at interview. No, nope. boy, are you I'm serious? Good. Are you I'm serious good. right now, man? Look, I'm we good. gotta talk, man. He said, "Don't believe good. it, just watch." We got- <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, just, just fo- focus on it. Be a brand. Tell your story, and it it will take time. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's yeah. not gonna be a year, two Hardest years, part. three Real. years. Real. It's it's gonna take time. Most definitely, just like every, man. just like everything. And if you if you're not willing to do the shit for free, then you shouldn't do it. And then you just gotta be willing to oh. do it, man. And and this is another thing I've noticed. Uh, work on the performance. I don't think people here perform enough, because that's another thing. Like, you may like a song, and then somebody pays a ticket. And there, you, one and, spot in, on the well, stage well, the whole time. Well, in prime examples, Trinidad James, he wasn't a good performer. Like we brought him, like, and it was like. He he could he should have just stood up there and they should have just played the track. Sing my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was, it was like that. It was like that. I mean, so so think about it. even Outcast said what what they say in one of the songs when they were doing their Coachella thing, how they walked around the table for hours and used to run, mm-hmm. rapping to get to get up their stamina yeah. to do like hour shows that were from the first note to the last note, energetic. Facts. Like Facts. these are, these are all. These are all things you don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, do your research. There, there, there's a lot of business behind it, but there's a lot. And the, the research are out there, man. It's, it's the internet. Like Word. you can find out it's the anything. Era. Yeah, you Word. can find out yeah. anything. So don't, so don't get mad or, or think that somebody's trying to stop you. Just say fuck <laughs> it. Keep going. Right on. And well, stop hating on the radio station because they ain't playing your music. I mean, if you do, you do. If not, that's <laughs> cool too. Like you know what I mean? It's like. You still know the 10 songs that we played every hour. So now, but uh, we're going to go ahead and cut this. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Point Proven. I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Four times the genius, forerunner.com. And we had our special guest. Go ahead and let them know. Go ahead. And, you, you've done it. Oh, Rolls Royce, number one choice. Can I do the radio voice? Do it. Yeah. Do it. What's up? It's Rolls Royce. We're having a good time out here. Point Proven Podcast. That's more I love it. I love it. (laughs) Appreciate you. That's all we need. We out.